Hi everyone, my name is Jocelyn, and welcome to the first episode of The Chronic Chronicles. <laughs> I love my little sound effects buttons that I have going on here, it's so cute. Um, yeah, welcome to the first episode. Um, this episode's going to be about being diagnosed at 19, and possibly even way before that, and just not knowing. Um, yeah, I'm 20 now, I am a student. I am a photographer, I'm a graphic designer, uh, I am an entrepreneur, and I am chronically ill. <laughs> and that was like just one more title to kind of just add to my to my little resume there. But yeah, I guess I'll kind of uh, start by explaining what this podcast is going to be about. So I was diagnosed at 19 officially with a chronic illness, um, and I'll go in, into... Um, more of what that was like and what it is and stuff in a bit but um yeah I was diagnosed at 19 um it was probably one of the scariest things I've ever had to go through and it's still um I, I don't I don't want to say that I went through it already but it's kind of like a continuing journey that I'm on constantly um but I realized during that time in my life that not a lot of people, and I think this kind of added to my anger, but not a lot of people my age were going through these things, and it wasn't common, and it was more of like, you're the lucky one, <laughs> and I mean, hopefully you can sense my sarcasm, but um, I, there was no platform, there was no, um, that I knew of at the time, of course, there are some, I want to give credit where it's, where it's due, um, but for the most part, there wasn't anything readily available to me where I could go and be and be um, not feel ashamed, not feel like my body was doing something wrong, um, even though biologically, I mean, I guess it is, but um, somewhere where I could feel like I wasn't to blame for this. Um, and that's kind of what I want this podcast to be. I know for the most part, like there's, uh, I'll, I'm going to read some statistics that I found earlier this week. Um, and one of that, one of those statistics is that, you know, older people, I guess, I, I don't want to say older people, but um, people 65 and up are usually the ones getting diagnosed with chronic illnesses. And there's that stigma of like young people don't don't get these things and which is totally understandable because for the most part when we're young we're not supposed to um you know be having chronic illnesses but like that's just you know that, that's how the world works i guess uh unfortunately i mean truth be told nobody should be getting chronic illnesses nobody in an ideal world i guess i should, should say anyways <laughs> um yeah there i kind of want this to be like a platform where it's kind of I don't want to say normalized, normalized in a good sense where people my age can come here if they're getting diagnosed for the first time or if they got diagnosed at a younger age. Like I want this to be a place where you can relate, where you don't feel alone, where you don't feel as if I'm not supposed to be here. I'm supposed to be, you know, in perfect condition and I'm supposed to be eating foods that would normally make me flare up. Like I, I want this to to be a place where we can kind of relate on the same things um, because I didn't have that. And I feel like if I had that this time last year, which was when I was kind of going through all this, I feel like I would have felt much, much more, much less, less alone. <laughs> I'll put it that way. I would have felt less alone and I would have felt like it wasn't my fault because it's not. Um, these things, unfortunately, just happen. 
But um, yeah, I guess I'll kind of just go into my, my story now. Um, I'm 20 years old. I mentioned that earlier. And I started high, sorry, high school. Oh, my God. I started uh, college in the fall of 2018. Yeah, 2018. I was 18. Um, and it was perfect. It was awesome. It was so awesome. I would wake up every day. And honestly, I right now, <laughs> like in this moment, um, sitting in this chair, I can truly, honestly, wholeheartedly say that 18 was probably one of the most amazing years <laughs> of my life so far. Um, granted, I've only lived 20 years on this planet, but 18 was definitely, it, w- it was awesome. I, I think of 18 and what it held for me, and it was just amazing but um i don't know there's always that line the calm before the storm and that is totally totally true um at least for me that was my my calm before the storm you know looking back i I reflect on that time and i'm like everything was so awesome and then 19 hit and i was like oh my god (laughs) so yeah college was great i went in as a film major and i was you know shooting short films I was creating art. I was, I met my boyfriend around that time. Um, I had met so many friends, like everything was just, um, like new doors were opening for me. That's, that's honestly the best way to describe it. Um, and you know, I, I went to college with, I go to college with my best friend. Um, and he, um, me and him would, we would just like literally be on the train. Uh, we would go to like restaurants downtown and it was just like such a cool time. Like that freedom that I longed for throughout my entire high school uh, career was what I finally was getting in my freshman year of college. Um, and it was just this grand time. And I remember, um, around that time, I I guess, let me backtrack a little. I had always had stomach issues. (laughs) Um, I just went from my story to stomach issues. Um, but I had always had stomach issues as a little kid. And, you know, I would get, I think I had like one virus, like stomach virus when I was little. And, you know, I've had food poisoning. I like, those are kind of like typical things that um, growing up I realized were uh, pretty common if you're not careful with like what you eat and stuff like that. Um, and even then, they're just kind of common, they just happen. Um, but they're, of course, they're not long lasting, they go away. There's medication for that and you're fine after a while. So I would have the occasional, you know, cold and stuff like that. But I was never really, um, I never really was uh, anxious about my health. I was anxious about so many other things. I was just, I just remember being such an anxious kid and, you know, feeling like, oh my God, um, there's a monster under my bed, you know, typical stuff like that. Um, But I was never really anxious about my health. Like, uh, I broke my elbow when I was little and I remember that few, that being one of the first few times that I remember being the slightest bit anxious about my health because um, I feel like if I were to break my elbow now, I would think like, oh my God, I'm gonna ha- they're going to have to decapitate my arm or something, something insane like that. Like my anxiety will just take me to the most extreme of the extremes. And um, whereas before it was more like this hurts, <laughs> fix it now. Uh, like I didn't care how they got there. I was just like, fix it. Um but I guess in the grand scheme of things, I was never really anxious about my health because my health was never really threatened. Um, I never had anything serious to the point where I thought I was like actually going to die. Um, I never had serious health issues, I guess. I guess the only like long-term thing I had was eczema, 
which I had since I was a kid. I never, I don't remember life without eczema. I'll put it that way. Um, and so that just kind of became like a normal thing for me. And it still is, you know, eczema doesn't, there's, unfortunately, there's no cure for eczema. So um, cue that like vine of like that kid being like, you got eczema. <laughs> um, so yeah, I was never really threatened. And so, I mean, I, I guess like the reoccurring stomach issues were kind of like, they started to catch my attention around my freshman year of college. That's because freshman year of college, um, that's when they kind of started coming back. I remember, um, maybe you guys out there can relate, you humans, beautiful humans can relate to this, but um, I just remember feeling so excited. And when you get excited, you get these like really strong butterflies in your stomach. And, you know, it's almost to the point where you're like, you lose appetite for everything and you, um, you just forget everything else. And you're just like, you're anticipating the next day and you're like waiting to see what the next day holds. So you're like too excited to even think about anything else. And I think that's where I was at um, at that point in my life, freshman year of college, I, um, I was so excited. I was loving life and I was too excited to even think about eating a big meal. And there were so, I'll put it this way. This is kind of cute. Um, I had so many butterflies in my stomach that I had no room for food. (laughs) Um, and I know it sounds so weird and probably many of you have felt it, but also maybe a lot of you haven't. So I just remember feeling so much butterflies and just so excited for what the future had for me. Um, Plot twist. (laughs) Um, And I remember staying up, um, my my sleep being horrible. My sleep was just like so insane. I would not sleep for more than like an hour and a half. Um, And I remember this one night specifically, um, I was so like out of it. Um, this like disassociated feeling was just kind of hovering over me and we had been to the hospital and the ER and stuff and they were like it's a virus it's a virus and I'm like I don't know this doesn't feel like a virus um and I just remember one night not like I hadn't eaten in a while like a good meal um and I hadn't really been hydrating as much and I just I didn't have it I didn't have an appetite I I guess that's the only way I could put it I didn't have an appetite and I remember bringing like a jar of applesauce into my room at like four in the morning and being like, I'm not sleeping until I finish at least half of this jar of applesauce. And I couldn't, I really couldn't. Um, And that, um, that was kind of to me, like something is wrong. Um, And I forget exactly what happened. I feel like that kind of time in my life was a little blurry, but um, I just remember kind of feeling better one day just being like all right that's gone that was weird like whatever and not thinking much of it because again up until that point my health had never really been threatened I hadn't been faced with a lot of like serious health issues um most of the health things that I had were were kind of like I said um they they would be fixable with medication and I would be cured and it would be fine and I would you know I would be like all right I'm fine so then um 2018 ended and now here comes 19. I turned 19, and um, throughout this entire time, I think, like, senior year of high school up until, like, now, um, I had these reoccurring, like, um, are they called lesions? I don't know. They're, like, uh, bumps, um, like cysts, basically, that I would get on my body, and they would be extremely painful, and I would have one 
uh, a reoccurring one by my um, by my shoulder, kind of like where you place your book bag strap, and that would bother the hell out of me because I'd just be like, oh my gosh, like this hurts. Like I, I, I th- what a convenient place that my body decided to like, you know, grow a cyst. So um, I remember again not thinking much of it because it would come and go, and I was just like, maybe it's just like cystic acne and like. It's acne, you know, like there's no cure for it, but like it's manageable. Um, and yeah, it was annoying, but like I feel like part of me was like it's too much effort to just go to the doctor than to actually deal with it. Um, and again, I feel like this is the mentality of somebody who has never really had their health threatened. I keep repeating that because I feel like it's just such a crucial thing um, to understand when it comes to somebody with a chronic illness. It's like if your health was never really previously threatened, you have no reason to worry about it that much. I know it sounds horrible and maybe we should be worried about our health a little more, but um, but then when something hits like a chronic illness, it's just it just kind of magnifies everything because it's like I've never had this happen to me before. Like, where did this come from? I was fine. And, and in reality, you kind of ignore all the things that you've been neglecting. Um, and yeah, so where was I? I'm losing my train of thought, but yeah, I would get these reoccurring bumps, and um, that w- that happened for a couple years actually, um, and I didn't think much of it. I was just kind of like, all right, I'm soup. My skin is super, super, super light. Um, I'm a white Latina, so my skin is very sensitive. Um, I, I burn very easily. Um, my family always like emphasized to me that like I need to take care of my skin because I have eczema I've always had it um my face tends to get super red like my um the 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 pigment of my skin or lack thereof I guess I should say um makes it really obvious whenever I do have skin issues arise so they would always emphasize to me like you need to take care of yourself and you know of course as a kid you're like yeah well like whatever whatever (laughs) so 19 went on and I just remember um finals of autumn quarter um finals of autumn quarter uh the week after i finished finals we get like three basically three months i don't know i'm bad at math but we get a long time for our winter break so after finals you go into winter break and i remember um around that time feeling like my stomach was just killing me every day and by that i mean there was bloating there was like just like this feeling of like something not being right i was in and out of the bathroom like every like 30 minutes and that was at the beginning of it and i was just like dang like what is this so i make an appointment with my doctor and you know of course based on my medical history it's like you know maybe this is just a virus so like let's let's try these antibiotics and if not come back so i get put on these antibiotics and i'm like is it getting better or am i just getting used to this like what what's going on and at this point, um, I was out of school and done with finals and I was at home and like, you know, I had easy access to the bathroom, thank God. So I was kind of, um, you know, um, suffering in silence. And I don't think my family, I knew my, my family cared. Um, they definitely did care and they always do care when somebody's sick. We're just a very family oriented um, group of people. So, um, but I just don't think, like me, I, I don't think they were... Um, extremely worried because everything that my family has had for the most part has been fixable um i I know my mom and i we kind of touch on her having ovarian cancer in our other podcast um and you know thank god we caught it in time um they were able to take 
everything out and just like she was she was fine now um so and then you know there's like a history in my family but like everything has been fine for the most part so we have been blessed um with having you know fixable things um happen to us i guess i'll put it that way for lack of better words um it's always been something that we can reverse i guess in a way or just fix um so i don't think they ever thought that i would get hit with a chronic illness at 19 um so you know after trip and trip and trip to the er and getting told it was gastritis and getting told it was a virus and getting told it was a fever i'm like no something's up and you know i'm over here like thanksgiving's coming up like can i just be fine by thanksgiving and you know the the bath the trips to the bathroom would become more frequent and there would be blood and there would be bloating and there would be vomit and it was just not pretty at all and that's one thing that i um i feel like most people know but just kind of to reiterate chronic illnesses are not pretty and they happen internally which for the most part i mean there uh, there are some that don't um but chronic illnesses happen internally and people don't realize that people see a human that looks from the outside that looks fine and on the inside it's a completely different story and and you know i i um i would see like articles i think this was kind of around the time where selena gomez came out and publicly was speaking about her having lupus and having her uh, kidney or liver one of those uh being like a transplant and i remember being like this sucks like i feel so i feel for her and i remember being like like i just remember having those feelings of like that sucks but like i can't say anything else and i wish i was more empathetic and i wish i wasn't so cold about just being like that sucks and i guess be careful what you wish for because um following that i got diagnosed with my um chronic illness and you know i just remember uh, being in the hospital and like I just want to be better by Thanksgiving and they were like well I mean we can do like this procedure to kind of see what's going on inside and and I, I had never had any kind of procedure because like I said earlier I had never had like health issues that really required that so to me that was terrifying and I was put in this position where it's like oh this is serious oh this is like they need to make sure because my blood's fine um like all these tests are coming out fine so they really need to like go and see what's going on and that's just kind of always like a scary thing to me and you know i'm still getting used to it and there are so many things that i'm still getting used to it i don't want to make it seem like i have everything figured out because i don't <laughs> and i think that's another thing that i wish somebody with a chronic illness um kind of spoke about that like you don't have everything figured out and <laughs> we're still learning and it's like this continuous journey that you're on every single day when you wake up and the choices that you make just become more and more magnified and it's like you you think so much more about your decision and i guess um after that visit to the er i was um more on edge and this was the first time i remember feeling like my health was at risk like on a major scale 
So um, they gave me the option to stay in the hospital the night before Thanksgiving or to schedule it after. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to try to enjoy my Thanksgiving because Thanksgiving, I love food, guys. Um, Thanksgiving is like one of my favorite holidays. So I was like, I'm going to try to enjoy my Thanksgiving. Needless to say, I had a shitty Thanksgiving. Um, I mean, blessed to be surrounded by all my family, but I was just in and out of the bathroom. I did not want to get out of bed. And I just remember being extremely depressed around this time. I would not get out of bed. I would... um, not eat out of fear that, you know, I would just, I would feel a lot of pain. I would, I had this fear, um, against food, fear of food, I guess I should say against food. I had this fear of food, um, that I began to develop and it was just not pretty. It was like probably a moment where I felt like the the least like myself. Um, and I had, I had for the most part been confident and been, you know, pretty body pause about myself. And then when this hit, it just all came crumbling down and all of that positivity I had about myself, all of that, like self-love and stuff just came crashing down in the matter of like days. Honestly, it was like a progressive thing. Um, until finally after Thanksgiving, I was like, all right, I really need to do this because I just want to know what's going on. Like, I just want answers. And I think um, people that I've talked to who with chronic illnesses have always, like, said that. Like, that's been the consistent thing. Like, during their um, first flare or diagnosis, they just want they just wanted answers. At that point, I think um, I remember speaking to someone and she said, I just wanted answers. Like, I, I didn't care if there was a cure or not for my own peace of mind i wanted to know if this was something that i had to come to terms with or if it was something that could be fixed and i have never related to something more in my life um when she said that it was kind of like i got that feeling of like you get it so um so yeah they ended up diagnosing me with a um ibd um it's called ulcerative colitis. It's considered an IBD. Uh, IBD stands for inflammatory bowel disease. Um, a lot of people got it confused with IBS. IBS is irritable bowel syndrome. And the main difference between these is one's chronic, one is not. IBS, um, it occurs in the colon, but it's not really associated with um, ulcers in your colon. Whereas IBD, it includes Crohn's, ulcerative colitis. Um, and it's basically just like an inflammatory disease all around um and yeah I just remember falling into this pit of like this is my life I am not even 20 and this is my life and I just remember feeling so scared so heartbroken so so lost I didn't know what this was I had never heard of this disease before and here I was at 19 getting diagnosed with something that will affect me for the rest of my life and even when I say that now it's a little heartbreaking because you know part of me still has that mentality of like why do why do these illnesses exist and like why are young people getting this and and you know I guess it's a little um ignorant of me to be thinking that way still but I feel like when you have um I feel like when when you have a chronic illness, you kind of have the right to feel whatever you feel when it comes to your illness. And um, because nobody feels it except you. And sure, there are people who in the in a community that, you know, you can talk to and you can share your struggles and 
accomplishments with, but at the end of the day, nobody's ever going to feel it the way you do. And I'm sorry, I'm not crying. I'm just like choking on my, on my like old spit. It's gross. Um, but yeah, um, I got diagnosed at 19. Um, I turned 20 shortly after my diagnosis and I'm 20 now going to be 21, um, in February. So, um, needless to say, I'm still kind of coping with everything and I'm still, um, figuring out what works, what doesn't. Um, and I'm lucky, um, to have been diagnosed, um, so early on because there are people that I also want to acknowledge that there are people who, um, go throughout this pain and this suffering and this like trauma for months, years, and don't get an answer until after. And I just, I couldn't even do the, the few, like, four months that I was having of this stuff, let alone, like, years. Like, um, it's really heartbreaking. And, you know, I, I want this, again, to be, like, a place where we can all talk about these things, relate on these things. I want this to be a place where, you know, you can ask me things, get my, my input on them, and... I'm still learning, so I don't. Again, I I want to kind of add the the the, 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 the disclaimer that I am a hundred percent confident and I know exactly what works for ulcerative colitis, and I know exactly every single answer about this illness, and I know everything about chronic illnesses. Like I don't, <laughs> I really don't, and I don't want it to come across that way. Um, I can only again speak on my experience and um kind of compare that with the experiences of people that I have talked to um and yeah thank you guys so much for listening um hopefully you guys stick around and yeah I don't have a Facebook page or Instagram page for this uh particularly but if you want to go ahead and follow me um I will be posting some like polls and like Q and A's and you know you guys can ask me questions to answer on the next episodes. Um it's at Jocelyn Alexis Diaz. Um that's on Instagram. You can find me on Instagram and thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate it and have a great day.